there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Welcome to the podcast, She is Fab, where we discuss all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, also known as the Fab Chief Desk, and I am a mindset transformation coach. Hello, all, and welcome to another episode of the She is Fab podcast. I am Evelyn, your host, and today I am joined by Fung Tran. She is an ACSM certified exercise physiology, physiologist, excuse me. And if you're excited about changing your body to your ideal body type through healthy exercise and habits, she is your woman. So Fung, tell us a little bit about you and how you became certified. Hello. Thank you, Evelyn. And yes, so, um, uh, I am an ACSM certified exercise physiologist, and one way you can think about this is like I'm a personal trainer, but with with a little bit more education. And um, mm. I became certified simply because of you know my personal story, and um, it all happened sort of like between you know middle and high school, you know those puberty years, and. Um, uh, in middle school, actually, I was in Vietnam, and so I was competing in judo. So it's a Japanese wrestling semi, like semi professionally. So not too much, you know. Like I didn't go 
too far with it, but it was still like something that I do pretty regularly. So we're talking about me, you know, working out and being active for like 10 to 12 hours a day. Wow. But no, a week, a week, not a day, not a day. Okay. <laughs> a week. Yeah, like... that's crazy. That that would be co- like competition time. That's when you work out that much. But, you know, normally it would be like that's a whole week. And um, so, you know, when it came to the U.S., obviously, um, you know, we couldn't afford doing judo anymore simply because, you know, it is not as popular in the U.S., but also, you know, there is a risk of me, you know, getting injuries because I was competing. So um, I sort of stopped. But the problem is, um, you know, I stopped being as active, but I didn't stop eating as much. And so obviously my body sort of ballooned up and coupled with, you know, puberty and going through high school, all of that. So it sort of, you know, made me uh, not feeling good about myself and, you know, sort of have a, you know, a slight depression. I, I wasn't like diagnosed or anything, but I felt very bad about my body. And so when mm-hmm. it times to go to college, I would, you know, um, you know, ask around, you know, ask my counselor, and then I just major in a thing called exercise science. <laughs> mm. And, you know, um, there I just learned all about, you know, the human physiology, anatomy, like how, you know, how many muscles you have, you know, how they join or whatever, and then um, about psychology, so what happens, but also, you know, how to motivate other people to, you know, start working out. And ever since then, this is something that I've been doing. So, you know, just, uh, you know, apply my own story to other women of color. Like my story is this, but also, you know, we have a lot of women also struggle with their body image as well. And then I would just want to help them to overcome that, you know, sad feeling and, you know, feeling down and actually like take control of the narrative to their body. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think it's very important. You know, you're not just a trainer. You're not just working with somebody to give them an exercise plan. You're actually more informed and educated on the internal aspects, right? The physiology with the form, but also the mental that goes behind it, right? What could be self-sabotaging with how you eat or your thought pattern. So that is amazing. And something else you mentioned is that you yourself went through an experience where you were no longer getting the same amount of exercise, but mm-hmm. you kept eating the same. And so that caused you to to gain weight and feel um, either self-conscious or just depressed with your own image. And so you were able to break out of that, right? Determine mm-hmm. a path forward. Now you want to help other women to do the same, especially women of, like you said, color. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it genetically, there can be a little bit of differences with like predisposition, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. I relate to you, actually. Oh. <laughs> Let me just say that I was a high school athlete. I played basketball. I played volleyball. So I was in the best shape and I ate whatever I wanted. Once I left high school, though, I kept eating and I ballooned as well. So I went through my own physical journey to bring my weight back under control. So this mm-hmm. topic is near and dear to my heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, Fung, um, we talked about the fact that you do training, but again, you have formal education and you're certified uh, mm-hmm. in order to help people not just adjust the physical, but work on the internal. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that is the most important to you that you preach when you're working with a client regarding their mental state? 
Oh, definitely. And that is, um, you know, be careful about what they see online. Like uh, one of the things actually that I do with them is I would ask them to, you know, send me a couple of pictures of people that they admire. Then we mm. will look <laughs> and see if there is any manipulation. And more often than not, there is. And so what's happening is um, those people, they, they are, you know, they look good already, but they also edit their own photos and images so that now you're not, you're comparing yourself to like an impossible thing. And that is very bad when you're, you know, you're already at a bad state and you don't want yourself to like trying to like achieve this sort of impossible image that nobody would be able to do it. And so now you're feeling even more depressed and you can't even get started. And instead of that, I'll show them like, yes, those, these people, like they actually have these. But if you look in the background, there's, you see some lines, you see some blur, mm -hmm. you see some like swirling, like, oh, they actually change, you know, a bit. And that's not to like dump them or anything. But what you have to understand is that what you see online is, um, also like just a, just a slice of their life and they actually do try to manip manipulate it to make it look even better. Mm -hmm. That is such a good point that you brought up because this is a, a topic of conversation that I have with my girlfriends, you know, uh, a lot, if not most of the time, but social media is basically everybody's highlight reel. Let's face it. You put mm -hmm. your best foot forward when you're on social media. What's been happening though with social media is that people are putting an image out there that is not always a reality of who they are with how they look physically, right? There's also the fact that there are people who beyond like Photoshopping or manipulating the image, they've actually gone to get plastic surgery, which further alters, you know, that perception. So people are looking up to these role models or wanting to aspire to have a similar body shape. When in reality, you can't because one, it's either a Photoshop manipulation or they got plastic surgery. Yeah. And yeah, that's a, a good point you came up because actually like, I've been going through different, you know, magazines and, you know, a lot of plastic surgery doctors, they've been saying like now they have a trend of people trying to manipulate themselves to look more like Snapchat filters. I forgot mm. the terms for it, but there's actually a trend of people trying to do that. And yeah, like, you know, that's not real. Like you, if you're somebody who wants to look naturally good, that's impossible to get. That's insane. I didn't realize people were doing that. Like, yeah. first of all, filters are crazy. Like I'm a fan. I use them, you know, myself and I'm not feeling like putting on makeup, but I also, you know, put my true face out there. So people know me with makeup and, and, and without makeup, right. Mm -hmm. And with the filter, but to want to actually take the next step of wanting to transform your physical into what you see in a filter, that's, that's mm -hmm. kind of scary. Mm -hmm. And so that's um that's the biggest problem I see because a lot you know I work with primarily women although like a bit of men but they compare themselves to like another different type of things <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's um something that we do like basically you know the first month is us you know go like processing what uh those are so that we can move on and they because yeah I you know with uh with them like yeah you can apply makeup you know if you want to you do a bit of plastic surgery like there is no wrong in that but you have to understand what you see online isn't real and so if you're just beginners and you know try to look natural and listen to these people and then this is their natural thing that's false 
Yes. And guys, you know, those of you that are listening and watching, we're not saying you can't get plastic surgery, that it's a bad thing and that using filters is bad. We're, what we're talking about is the perception that is being put out there, right? Where you're, you're claiming to be something naturally when that's not the case. You're skewing that perception and causing folks who may not look like you uh, to feel a certain way about themselves because they don't fit that mold or that expectation. So to each their own, do what you want to make yourself look better and, and feel better. Uh, going back to the topic of, of the mindset, though, I think that is a really great first step, Fung, that you're actually asking them to show you what they admire in another person in terms of the physicality. And then you're helping to assess whether it's feasible, whether it's real, which in turn helps to work on that internal perception that they have. Yeah. What definitely. else do you do? So, um, so once we've like, they have, you know, like sort of got to that point, like they sort of like, you know, understanding, like absorbing a bit, obviously like it's not an overnight change, but it's sort of like they can over like process and we'll, you know, we'll do a bit of exercise. And so that's something we start in the first month as well. Like we would try different types of exercise because, um, let's face it, you know, like the way you yourself exercise is much different than mine that like you did basketball, mm -hmm. you know, I did uh, wrestling. So the way we work out is already different. Mm -hmm. And that's what something I want my clients to know is that there's no one right way to work out to lose weight, you actually can be able to do different things and see like try experiment with different things so that uh, we'll see which one stick to you. And that's one mm -hmm. is when you're able to do for the rest of your life. Because one of my thing to do is, you know, once you'll be able to work with me, probably you won't need me again because like mm -hmm. you already have, you know, a sustainable habits, you know, a good mindset and, you know, some like what you think about exercise that if there's a new thing out, you don't mind trying it, but you, you know, you don't have to like jump to different hoops, like, you know, hit exercise, like cardio, like all this different kind of things. You can just, mm -hmm. okay, I'll try it out, see if it works. If it doesn't, I'll go back to my already established routine. And that's mm -hmm. something that we do throughout the three months that we're together. So like, we'll try different exercise, see if they like, and you know, like they just can go to the gym if they want, or if they want to work out at home, I have that as well. And um, that's when they sort of gotten to like okay this is how you should approach your exercise but then we also go into you know your diet because apps are made in the kitchen <laughs> and a lot of my yes. clients are trying to lose weight and you know and it's like 70 percent of um weight loss is actually based on diet and it, it is proven uh by mm -hmm. science like all of that and so that's what i'm trying like they don't have to like go to salads because like, i hate salads same thing with exercise again. Like they have to try to figure out, like I'm like with them to, on the way, but experiment. So that's why my science backgrounds come in. Like we would experiment safely so that you can try mm -hmm. out which sort of things work for you. So like one of mine loves to, to have ginger ale every single day for some reason. And, you know, I'm saying to her, like, you don't have to cut it out completely now because I know I, if you do, once you're done with me, you're going to go back to it. So instead mm -hmm. of doing that, try to, you know, um, just have a can and then split it with your mom. Think about mm -hmm. it. Like, or you live with her, your friend, you're like, you still have ginger ale, but it's less. 
So ah, I love see. that. So then you can slowly change it. So now she only has it like in the weekends or when she goes out with her friends because like mm-hmm. she's now used to not having as much sugar. But you know she slowly wean off. It was like a cold turkey thing. Same thing mm-hmm. with everything about diet because like for me as a woman of color, you know a lot of thing about diet is like you eat salad, and you know me, I. <laughs> Like I'm sorry, but we don't eat that. You know, <laughs> that's just like, you're just saying. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but that's not possible. Like yeah, I'll be able to stick with it like month, but that's it. See? Yeah. And same thing about sustainability. You have to figure out how to fit your culture, what you're already mm-hmm. eating, into a healthy range, so that you'll be able to keep it up. You know, for the rest of your life, because. You know, you're working with me. You don't. I don't want you to keep coming back. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like keep working with me for like whole year because that's like very counterproductive for me. Like, that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you want to like okay, <laughs> you're done with it. You move on. Like sometimes we can do checks in if you, that's something you mm-hmm. like to do. But that's it. Like once you know me, you pretty much have a foundation so that you can go out and keep doing that what you're good at. You made a lot of great points, but what I'm going to start with is the one you you mentioned uh, most recently is the fact that you know obviously we're women of color, and so culturally our diet is is very different from like American food or Americanized food. We have salads, yes, but they're not the typical you know what you would expect like a Caesar salad or like. Uh, just greens. So the fact that you as a health individual, as a physiologist are coming at it from, okay, not only am I wanting to work with women who are the minority, who are of color, but I'm also going to take into consideration the diet that uh, is based on their cultural preference. And instead of eliminating everything, we're going to work that in into, you know, what the health plan for the diet is going to be. And that's really important because I I can tell you, I've worked with trainers never once as a trainer said, Oh, culturally, what kind of foods do you eat? Um, and, and then worked with me to, to include that. It was like, no chicken and salad. And and it's just like, um, (laughs) what about like, putting some flavor. What about like having rice every once in a while? <laughs> oh, I have rice every day. I don't know what about you, but like I'm East Asian. So like, that's every day. You're not, I'm not cutting that out. I'm sorry. Like, I don't care who's your trainer is. But like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, culturally in my culture, um, we eat rice every day too. I personally don't sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. be a little more health conscious, but I do mm-hmm. have it often you know, in my diet. And something else that you mentioned, which I really like is working with them and experimenting with them to figure out what exercises would work best, right? There's two things in that. One, you might hate a kind of exercise. I hate burpees. I mean, I still do them because I'm forced to sometimes, but I hate burpees. So if my trainer was open to being like, all right, let's, let's do something different. I'd be like, yay, I'd be happy about that. And then two, as you mentioned, you know, even if you played sports, different sports work different parts of the body, different muscles, right? So you might be really good at, like you said, wrestling, and I'm good at basketball. And if we switch, 
even though we're physically fit, we would struggle because it's a different, you know, muscle group. So the fact that you take that into consideration, what kind of exercise do they like and what fits what they're working with physically? That's awesome. Yeah. And what comes to that is also the energy systems that you use is completely different. Like mm-hmm. when you do different. So like you, what you do, you know, basketball is more endurance types. For me, yes. you know, when I compete, it's done in four minutes. You know, I have to work <laughs> out for a whole year to, you know, mm-hmm. show up in like a couple of four minutes matches. And so the yeah. way my, you know, my muscles and then the energy system that I perfect is much different than from yours. So like, I'm not even, I'm not going to last. You know, if you put me out of the court, I'm like, I'm like, Tabitha, I'm just down. And I'm like, oh, you treachery, get her out. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't have that endurance anymore. That was uh, in high school. If we play basketball now, you get a couple of runs from me and then we're done. <laughs> See, that's when, you know, when, because what you train, what you focus on mm-hmm. is different. And a lot of mine is too, like, yeah, if my friends wants to do kickboxing, I'm like, okay, you know, your, your energy system, what you understand is you can sprint very fast, but you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to run like a 26.2 mile marathon. That's something mm-hmm. you have to accept. I love that. So, wow, so many, I'm learning a lot, guys, you know. <laughs> and the only reason why I can speak on some of this is because, you know, as a former athlete and I've worked with trainers, I understand how some of this works. So, again, Fung works with you to determine who you want to model yourself after physically. And she'll help to see if that perception is accurate, if it's healthy for you. She helps to work with you on your mental state, right? Altering that so that you are more successful as you're working on your physical state. And because she works with women of color, she takes into consideration your diet, your diet at home, your cultural diet, not just, you know, the other side of things. Not that it's a bad thing, but let's face it, American culture, that food versus uh, ethnic cultures can be very different. So a lot of great points there. I definitely recommend that you guys check her out if you haven't, because there's so much she can add. And again, specifically to working with women of color. So tell me, we've talked about a little bit of the mental, right? How you have them first send you the photos to see who they model themselves after. Is there any work you continue to do along with the physical uh, on the mental, any additional steps with that? Usually, um, we don't really need to do it because, like, once you're past it, it's more it's mostly like, um, you know, how can I trim my fat in my belly or you know under my mm-hmm. armpit? And it comes to like now is them taking control of you know their body and how it looks, but also like that's something you can't do. <laughs> and so I just keep have to educate them that. Yeah, like you don't lose fat in a specific type, like areas, like you lose mm. it all out. Like I have done, you know, DEXA scan, which is basically an x-ray to look for where your fat is throughout the body. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's costly because like, I was in college, so we did it for free. But if you do it yeah. by yourself, it's $2,000. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not something that because then that's one of the thing we okay like you want to do this like they see somebody else like trying like oh you know you can do trim fat here and there I'm like no you can't you have to lose mm-hmm. it throughout the body or you know I have friends who's like oh uh, I 
I want to have a, you know, thin belly, but I want to keep that booty. <laughs> That's a real concern for us women. That is a real concern. And I'm telling them, mm -hmm. you can't lose that booty. Like, girl, that's your jeans. You have it huge. <laughs> that is your jeans. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. you might lose it later when you hit menopause. That's like, mm -hmm. you know, two decades from here or something. But you're not losing it. So don't worry yeah. about that. And just keep working out and, you know, like try to focus on getting yourself back to that, you know, healthy range. And mm -hmm. one thing about the healthy range is that, um, For a lot of us, BMI, especially for, you know, African descent people, it's um, a little bit off for them because um, their bone density is much higher than, say, you know, white descent or, you know, East Asian like me. Um, and mm -hmm. so that's something that I want them to know, like BMI, but also, you know, use your uh, measurements like waist to hip um, ratio, all of that. So you have to take into consideration a couple of different measurements to see, okay, where is my healthy range? And then come back to that. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to focus on. And don't mm -hmm. worry about your booty, guys. Uh, if you have them, you're going to keep them after you lose weight. So no worries about that. I'll tell you why I hold all my weight. It's right there in my booties. <laughs> you know, that's another good point that you brought up because it's a common misconception. And I used to think this way too back mm -hmm. in the day before I was more educated, that you could lose body weight in certain areas. Like go to your trainer and say, hey, I want to lose weight specifically right here, right in my belly or or right here. It, and it doesn't work that way. When you're exercising and trying to get healthy, it is an overall process where the body in its entirety, you know, trends down. And so your shape, right, your body shape, regardless of whether you're thin or fat, is your shape. <laughs> you're going to retain that shape. It'll just either expand if you get bigger or detract, you know, as you get thinner. And I think, you know, again, this goes back to the whole conversation of social media and the perception of bodies that you see somebody who has a small waist and big hips. And you're like, I want to have that. But if your body isn't shaped that way, it doesn't matter if you lose weight. It's not going to create that shape that you're looking at exactly this is why i tell like uh i tell folks all the time that as a mindset coach you know my whole thing is the internal and both mental and physical and i tell them you know you can't focus on social media too much you can't mm -hmm. focus on the external too much you have to really be happy with who you are as a person and what you have because what you're mm -hmm. seeing out there is just everyone's best moment, their best picture or foot forward. And something I want to bring up regarding social media that I think is a positive movement, there are women out there that are posting, this is what the Instagram shot looks like, but this is me normally. So they're, they're flipping the narrative to show like, hey, this image is what I'm putting out there, but this is who I am on a day-to-day -day basis. So that I love. Yeah. Have you that. seen that? Yep. So, um, actually, like, it's, I think I follow the hashtag Instagram versus reality thing. Mm -hmm, so, like, yes. I would have regulars of those. And yes, those people are doing great things, especially when you're having like a big platform, like, you have a lot of people following and you're showing them, yes, you know, this is this, but also I am this. So, we're moving away. So, a lot of people are, you know, um, getting to know about it but you have to understand like because we as coaches we're so entrenched 
into our areas, we、mm-hmm. get up to date immediately. A lot、yeah. of people don't. <laughs> you would. This is true. That that you know the the body fat thing. We've known it for years. You know, you and I, we know it for years. But we just like random person. They still have that belief, and that is something、mm-hmm. that we need to work through. And more and more people need to go out and say that. Hmm. So I'm curious, you know, because you are working with individuals on on their their body image and their physical fitness. Have you had anyone come to you who was maybe suffering from body dysmorphia? No, because um, I know that I'm not. I shouldn't be the one to help with that at first, because yes,、mm-hmm. I am a exercise physiologist, and so that's where my areas is. So if Anybody has like something more than you know? It's just like slight things that、like、you see online, but it's actually like an illness. I、mm-hmm. I'm not the person you should come out to ask for help. Like I can work with you know your your phys- physiologist or you know your psychologist actually, and then we can help and work together. But I cannot help you. You know, because I didn't learn psychology down to such a level for you know、mm-hmm. diagnosing other people with mental illness, and I'm not you know、mm-hmm. any life coach or whatever. So that's where you know I have turned a couple of people away just because they're not in the right state of mind. And so、mm-hmm. if you're working with me, you're just gonna waste your money. And I want to be clear to them about it, and I tell them that you need to reach out to these other people like to help with this first. You know, because、mm-hmm. your body dysmorphia is a huge thing, and if like you, I'm telling them, well,、oh, look at this. They just like it's just maybe not going to stick to them, and I'm not trained to work with such you know a degree that I'm comfortable with you know accepting them into my program.、Mm-hmm. I guys I have to take a, a moment to just <laughs> just give her a round of applause because this is something I talk about、uh, with other coaches. You have to know. As a coach, where your boundaries are with the service you provide to a client, right? A lot of times, certain skill sets overlap, right?、Mm-hmm. Whether you're a coach, a counselor, or an actual therapist, but when it comes to any sort of illness, whether it's mental illness, whether it's an illness that is physical to the body, you as a service provider need to know when you are not able to help, when you need to refer them. To another individual or entity who can help them, and I'm really glad to hear that Fung is of the same mind, where she knows her boundaries, she knows her expertise, and if something comes up where she's not able to help, she's not just looking to take your money and waste time. She's going to send you to a professional who can help you with what you're going through in the moment. So, round of applause for you.、Oh, thank you. <laughs> So, is there anything that you're offering in terms of a, a program? I'm, I know, I know you have your, you know, maybe training sessions, but is there like a program or any new offerings? Or just tell us about what you what you offer your, so, your clients. I'm sort of like preluding to this the whole time, <laughs> but、um, I do have a three month program called、uh, Polish Your Possibilities, and basically in it, that's. What I do with you, like I've been telling you, like month one we'll go over body image, month two diet, and month three all about exercise. But we do exercise throughout three months. It's just like month three、mm-hmm. is when you know we really drilling in because you're pretty much good. 
with the other areas that, you know, exercise is my thing too. And um, that's what uh, I'm offering right now. It is a three month program. And, you know, basically you're the lead. Like I would see what you want to do. And then we would do experiments with you together so that, you know, by the end of the three months, you'll be able to build confidence in your body image and also, you know, to make decision about your health, you know, like whether or not it is like trying a trainer, trying a new class or trying a new exercise or even, you know, deciding, is it right? Like when you go to the doctor and, you know, you do blood tests and you'd be like, okay, is it right for me? Like all of that. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm aiming to help people within three months. It's like you will build confidence mm-hmm. and you'll be able to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. So it's a three month program. You start out with, working on the mindset, right? What they're modeling themselves after. Then you start to incorporate the diet. Granted, you're still doing the exercise, but as a transition up until the third month where like you kick it into high gear. (laughs) Yeah. So that's when like you have to get, because we do have, you know, a recommended amount of time you need to work out in a a week. And it is uh, two hours and 30 minutes every week. That's the bare minimum to be healthy. Bare minimum. Okay. <laughs> that is your bare minimum. <laughs> and obviously, I'm not trying to tell people like you have to work up to that, like, you know, like in a week, that's impossible. But mm-hmm. we can slowly build up and you have to know if you want to stay healthy. And, you know, within that is the minimum you need to do. Obviously, you can do more, but try not to do less <laughs> from here. <laughs> So how do your clients normally get in touch with you or anyone that's interested? Are they going to your Instagram? Do you have a website? I do have an Instagram and a website. So you can go visit me on Instagram at BeActiveIsEasy. I know it's the grammar's wrong. And also I do have a website. It's the same name, BeActiveIsEasy.com. And you can find uh, a bunch of, you know, fitness tips and tricks and, you know, different things you can learn like on my Website obviously is more into details than whatever I put at Instagram. So Instagram is, you know, quick thing and you can think, but when, if you want more information and more explanation, you can go to my website and see my blog. Yes. And guys, as usual, we're going to put all of our details in the podcast details and the YouTube details. That way you can get in touch with her and check out what she's about. Obviously follow on Instagram and support your fellow ladies. <laughs> Um, I'm curious. So on your website, do you have maybe any sort of like sample uh, diet plans like this? This could potentially be what you might eat or no, is I, it or is it tailored to the tailored. To what they eat culturally? Okay. Yeah. So because, you know, I'm not like a black person. So their <laughs> food is much different because I live in Atlanta and it is mm-hmm. predominantly black and so Mm -hmm. I don't eat the same food and I don't Mm -hmm. try to change them and instead because my plan isn't uh, to like completely you know overhaul their diet or anything it's just like tone down the bad stuff and then just bring up the the positive things in their diet Mm -hmm. so each person has their own thing Mm -hmm. And, and, and again what I love about the diet portion is that we're not like she said overhauling anything we're not making you only eat salads. She's really looking at, you know, what your day-to-day is, what you eat culturally, and just making adjustments, right? More moderation. That way you can still enjoy the things that you're used to enjoying. Right. right. And the, the thing is, you you be able to keep this up. Like, I don't want to see you, 
two years from now and be like, oh, I'm back at ground zero and I need you again. I don't, I don't want it. That means I'm a failure if you do it. You know, that's, that's how I see it. Like, you don't need me. Like, you might need to check in to me once mm-hmm. in a while, but you, you don't have to like, oh, wow. You know, two years from now, like, oh, I gained this 20 pounds again. Help me. I'm like, oh, so then I'm a failure because how did I let you do this? <laughs> that is so important, you know, that, that you say that because the role of any coach or service provider um, is to give their clients the tools that they need to continue and be consistent with positive behavior, right? You don't want to see them back at your doorstep. Obviously, it's nice to be needed and wanted, but we want to make sure that we equip you so you can go out there and conquer the world. So it's really great that you make that a component of your of your training and your program. I do have to ask, though, do you have any clients or have you had any clients that they just keep coming back? They just want to continue working with you? Actually, no. Surprisingly, that they would add, ask me to like update their exercise program because they moved past whatever thing we left off, or mm-hmm. they would add, ask me like, "I'm trying out this new group. What do you think about it?" You know, this is what my new trainer said, and so they would come back to me and ask about those things. But it's like usually a quick checkup. You know, I can't just answer like mm-hmm. you know because trainers out there they're sometimes using like random machine that you hold on and be like, "Oh, you're." A, Met- metabolism is good. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is that? Like, they would tell me, like, you're doubting everything I tell you. And I'm like, yes, that's the point. You know, you can't mm-hmm. just go out and then believe everything. You've got to, like, take it with a grain of salt. And that's my job after people finish their program. Like, they're pretty good. It's just an upgrade. And they keep asking me if this is the right thing to keep going. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I am curious, too, were you coaching and, and, and working with clients before COVID? No, actually not. I just um, trained before it was just my friends, like, because I was mm-hmm. in college and I'm like, I'm bored. What do you want? <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, because, yeah, I, and then I worked out with an exercise group and it's also a self-defense class. And so, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of ladies, they're also like, you know, like us, we work out together, we keep each other accountable. And so that's how I got myself started. And when COVID mm-hmm. hit, I graduated. <laughs> No, so gotcha, I was gotcha. bored. I'm like, oh, I can't find a job now because, you know, my job requires to be in person more often than not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I'm bored. I'm really bored. So I need to mm-hmm. do something. And that's why I started this whole, uh, whole thing. You gotcha. Yeah, I, I would have been curious to see how that would have been different for you, you know, pre-COVID to, to COVID. But I'm sure that you have found some challenges in establishing mm-hmm. your business, you know, during COVID, because as you say, most people are used to doing it in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you found it, though, being that you set this up mm-hmm. through COVID? Do you feel like you're still getting, you know, enough contact with potential clients? It is uh, something hard, to be honest. And um, it's because, like, I don't want people to keep coming back to me. So there are months where I don't have any clients. But uh, I do understand that this thing I started is uh, mostly to help people and it is a side business. It's just, mm-hmm. it is not my full time job and I'm not, you know, counting because I'm being realistic with myself. Like, in the first two years of your business, you might not be able to make any profits. And it mm-hmm. is something that I've kept in with myself. And, you know, I have a business coach to keep reminding me of that. And it is all right. 
and it, it is more about you know what the the things for business I'm doing what I feel good about. You know, I don't、mm-hmm. have to force myself to serve another boss. That's what I have my real time job for. I do work at a community gym now, and I still help people. But you know, there are different things I do there because, yeah, it's in a gym. You know, I have a boss, but for my own business, I'll do my own thing, and it's fine if you know I'm not making the money this month. Rather than I oh maybe I because then you don't come across with your audience like with abundance. Mm-hmm. Like、just trying to force yourself down to them, and that's something I don't want to do. Yeah, that's thanks for offering that perspective and for being so honest and candid with your experience. I, I like you. For、yeah. me, it's not about the dollar, right? Obviously, the dollar and what you can get financially is a plus. But at the end of the day, we both chose our respective fields because we want to offer more. We want to help, and in some way, be of service. So I, I'm very happy to hear that. Even though you do have challenges,、mm-hmm. uh, that is not your sole focus, and you have the full understanding that it takes time. It takes time to build a business, and like you said, maybe the first or second year, you might not see something. Right? Not、mm-hmm. everyone gets to hit the lottery right away, right? No. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. You see me. I don't look like your typical personal trainer. You know, and I know that, and so it's gonna take time for people. To start noticing that, and it's you know, like, and especially now when it's harder to go out and meet new people in person, it's just gonna take a little longer. And you know, you have to accept that it is what it is. Like, it's gonna take some times. I love your personality. I love your outlook on things.、Uh, and and based off what I've learned from you so far, and what I've seen, you already have a really great coach mentality. It's not a selfish mentality. You really are out there to help others get to where they want to go. So, Fung, before I cut you loose and let you get on with the rest of your life,、uh, is there anything that you want to share with the audience that I might not have asked you? Well,、um, one thing, like that's what I hate about other people doing online stuff is their fitness challenge or. You know, thirty day challenge or whatever. I just can't. If so, if you want to ask me, like, what is the my biggest pet peeves when I work online is that like I can't. I'm like, you're not like what? What are these challenges about? I'm sorry, but maybe you'll be able to do it with, you know, your mindset because、um, or your you know, copywriting or you know, writing a book, but. Is your physical health is not going to change within thirty days? I I don't know who came up with this or whoever thought. Because I mean, if you want to lose twenty pounds in a week, I can. Like I'll show you, it's not hard. But、mm-hmm. are you going to keep it up? <laughs> like, are, is it something you <laughs> want to do? It's not healthy. No, that's <laughs> just I can't. Like when I deal with those, like when I see you know even before and after photos, I'm like, oh wow. So now is the whole thing is about your body image now. Like what is this? Like you just like breathe in so that you all your abs are shown or whatever. Like because yeah, for me like if I'm normal, because、like, I'm normal, you won't see my abs with if I'm like flex everything. You see the bit of abs, and I'll tell you like what、mm-hmm. like do I. Show this out, like just hold my breath and then try to take a picture, <laughs> you know. And the funny thing is that too, like we would even with men, like I would have、mm-hmm. to touch base a bit because I maybe like a, somebody in your audience is a man, and my professor, 
he looks like Jesus back in the day. <laughs> I'll tell you, he's white, he got his beard, he got his brown hairs going. And I'll tell you, he took photos for men's magazine as, you know, a, mo- a model. He was a oh, wow. model. Yeah. And he would tell me he wouldn't be able to eat or drink within the 24 hours of the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So think of it like what you see, the, all the muscles you see on the magazines yeah. online. Then there's no water in those because he told me like, mm-hmm. you know, you can flex and then, you know, you do all kind of pictures. But then once you're done, you drink like all those muscles are gone. <laughs> Yeah, I actually have a friend who did a, she did bikini modeling mm-hmm. for a bit. No, sorry, not, not bikini modeling, uh, bikini competitions. Oh. And she, she talked about how extreme the diet is, the point where you can't even have salt. Like you have to cut out so many things from your body to sort of dehydrate it in a way where it makes those muscles uh, more visible. But once you eat normally... It's it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm saying like I can't I can't stand any fitness challenges. Like mm-hmm. I see them, I'm like, oh gosh, like it's just it's because I mean we live in in a world of instant gratification and health mm-hmm. and you know mindset aren't one of those. Like I'm sorry. Okay, it's, well I, I have to throw a wrench into what you're saying there though because <laughs> when I see a challenge, the way that I think about it is they're trying to start or kickstart somebody into doing something, not necessarily maybe having them achieve everything in that amount of time, but just starting the process. Right. You don't see it as that way as, as I'm just trying to kickstart somebody to start to work no. out. Cause I don't know within fitness, maybe like with your mindset thing, it's, you know, a kickstart, but fitness, there's always a promise of weight loss in it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's, you have an outcome that you cannot 100% control. Gotcha. Right. Okay. There, that makes with sense. The industry, like, I'm not sure about, you know, cause maybe like if you challenge, like, you know, writing in your diary every day, that is something you can 100% control, but you're trying to tell me I can lose 10 pounds when I'm done with your challenge. That is not something I can control because somebody, most of the people, yes, they might be able to do it, but some they can't. And, you know, what happens next. And so that's my mm-hmm. problem with those challenges, with, especially in my field, is that the, the outcomes that they advertise aren't, you know, the thing that you can actually do. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you can 100% promise that's not the case. Yeah, especially because to your point, as you were saying, as we've been talking, it takes a lot more than just exercise to achieve results, mm-hmm. right? Your diet is is the most important, actually. I know because I was the kind of person who would work out an hour a day to an hour and a half, but I still kept eating, you know, the same way. And there wasn't much change there because food is a big component. But there's also the mental, right? There's there's that accountability. Do you actually have the mental fortitude to stick to what it's saying? And you also don't know what these people that are advertising before and after. Mm-hmm. If they actually followed that plan, or if they if they did something more, so I yeah. get your perspective now. <laughs> yeah. So if like if the challenge is about you know doing five burpees, what you hate a day, mm-hmm. like for thirty days, that's fine. Like I don't mind it, but if you promise like a concrete goal, like something, a real outcome, then no, like that is not something we need to promote and, you know, make people feel even worse about themselves than they already Right. When they don't achieve it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say 
this was a very interesting conversation. I definitely learned a bit more uh, to add to my already established knowledge on, on the physical fitness from personal experience. Um, and as, as I said, I'm so glad to see that as a coach, you're putting out there all the positivity, all of the abundance, and really trying to be of service to your clients. So guys, as I said earlier, we're going to put in all her details, right? Instagram website, that way you can check her out, connect with her, find out more about our program, and maybe talk to her directly and see if she can help you on your journey. Any last comments, Fung? Um, I think it's amazing to talk to you. Oh my gosh. Like it's been a long time since I have somebody who's like went, you know, was a former athlete to talk mm -hmm. to. So it's been an amazing experience. Thank you so much. Oh, Ashley. I'm so happy. And of course we're going to stay connected. <laughs> this is not the end of it. <laughs> I'm so glad again that you joined me today, that you have been able to share your wealth of knowledge and expertise, and I will follow you and support you on your journey. Thank you so much. You are welcome. All right, everyone. So as I always say, preparation, accountability, execution, and resolve are keys to your success. Until next time. So as you know by now, we're all about informing and empowering women. Well, now there's the addition of the She Is Fab shop where there is empowered fashion, printables, journals, mugs, and face masks. Check it out at www.sheisfab.net. That way you can purchase something for the lady, woman, or girl in your life. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.